You are now entering Zone 4. Please be seated and prepare to experience the Nerd Aristocracy. Any offenses encountered by today's broadcast will not be the responsibility of the Mars Civex Consolidated Drilling Corporation or its subsidiaries. Welcome to the Nerd Aristocracy, the podcast for all things nerd. Available worldwide. At nerdaristocracy.com. The leaders of the nerd proletariat, your esteemed hosts, Jonathan Bell and Ryan Reinecke. Greetings, proletariat. Jonathan Bell alongside Mr. Ryan Reinecke for this, the latest installment of the Nerd Aristocracy podcast. We are live and direct coming to you from the Nerd Aristocracy headquarters. How is your... Last week, then, Mr. Reinecke? Fantastic. Fantastic, you say? Last, what, two weeks, right? Uh, Something like that. I've lost count. Stop counting. Right. (laughs) Uh, It has been... Okay, it's been interesting. Uh, Since we have last recorded, um, I got into some some home work, some home remodeling. Okay. Unexpected remodeling. Unexpected. Uh, mm -hmm. Spur of the moment. Yeah, one of those things that turns into something huge like i am very familiar with them having been in the real estate game for some time there you go yeah you're like "Ah, this will take like an hour or something like uh in the movie poltergeist where one of the paranormal investigators goes to the bathroom and starts picking that scab on his face and he peels his whole face off uh this is kind of like that i it was a sunday uh about a week back and it's like oh hey pause that thought let me just point out the uh Mm -hmm. the irony of using the term poltergeist because one of the things on my list of Things to discuss, dude. Uh, this this episode is poltergeist perfume, so it's it's weird. Top of the list. I think per, per chance there's not been uh, the mention, the use of the word poltergeist in the history of the Nerd Aristocracy podcast. So it's ironic. It's such a great word and such a keystone uh, yeah. Spielberg movie, I believe. Right. Uh, we we haven't referenced before. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, it's all right. I was even not going to make that analogy, yes. and then I was like, hey, let me bring it back. Um, my shower, okay, a okay. uh, house built, uh, you know, into a WW2. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> shower, uh, the grout looked like it needed some help. So I was okay. like, oh, okay, it's kind of like pitting away in some parts and I could, uh, I could smell a little mildew. So, yes. uh, let me just go ahead and I'll just do some grout. Grout. Yes. Is- instead of cleaning it thoroughly, mm-hmm. you say, I'm going to re-grout the whole goddamn thing. Right, because okay. if I just cleaned it, then, I mean, that wouldn't stop the gaping holes there that trap the water that then lead to the mildewy smell. Right. And I I had smelled it off and on for weeks, and the laundry hamper's in there, so I would, like, stick my face in there and smell the laundry, thinking, like, it was a wet cloth that was thrown in the laundry, uh, only to determine that, no, in fact, it was, like, inside the wall that was beginning to get this. Um, so I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm – no total stranger to, to home improvement. I've done my fair share of painting and for covering holes in painting. You have spackle and you have caulk, you know? And I thought, well, it's got to be a caulk job because spackle will just absorb the moisture. So let me look it up online. Tickety tick. Oh, no. You don't want to do that. Right. You want to regrout it. Yes. I regrout it. Yeah, it doesn't sound hard. What? You know, you just get in there, clean up, lay down some pasty stuff, and yeah, you'll be done in, you know, three hours. Right. So I get in there and I start digging out the little areas that are pockmarked with a, a nail, like a 40-gauge galvanized nail from Lowe's. They sell them in big boxes. 
Uh, and it increased in size and complexity. And then I looked up online, oh, you need a waterproofing agent and this and that. And you need the special spreader to spread on. Anyway, long short, I regrouted my entire tile shower in the course of a day, uh, a Sunday that was supposed to be relatively lazy. And then that turned into like four days of not taking a shower in there because you have to wait for it to set and cure. And uh, half of that was curing the, the grout and then another portion of that was letting the waterproofing agent from the good people at DuPont, uh, employing the finest ex-Nazi scientists, uh, to waterproof the grout. So I did that. It looks pretty nice. It looks good. Then I started getting thinking to other things like, oh, let me go ahead and replace the shower head and do that. I, I know enough not to touch that. I was like, right. let's let that sleeping dog lie. So uh, thanks to YouTube, uh, a couple of different videos, I learned how to grout. I mean, shit, almost anything I've done, whether it's maintenance in my car or stuff in my house, I've watched two or three YouTube videos to get a firm grasp of it, which is the only redeemable thing I could really think of YouTube uh, for That's that correct. served me. So so that was interesting. So, and, and how much did this project set you back? Uh, all told, about 50 bucks. Wow, not bad. Not bad at all. No, had I gotten some guy to come there for the days to do it, uh, they probably would have done it in two. Uh, come back and do the waterproofing, to the cure. So that probably would have been a good, you know, price ten times as much. Easy uh, five hundred bucks. I would have said three to four hundred just for the grout job. Yeah, yeah. Come back and seal it up, uh, which was good because we are going to lay some tile in there that my wife bought off of ebay before we even moved in the house going on a year ago we just haven't found the ex you know the extra funds to redo the entire bathroom that's going to be part of it but it's this cool japanese tile that she found online so now i've kind of inadvertently prepped myself on the whole grouting process so next time you know i'll go a little faster good yeah how you been oh uh, i've been all right just been uh been working a lot um Made a uh, quick trip over to the Crescent City this past weekend. Mm -hmm. That um, you did. Had uh, got some free tickets to a Comedy Central Presents one-hour special um, of uh, the comedian Chris Delia. I think is how you pronounce it. Uh huh. Chris Delia. Is he D apostrophe E L I A? Okay. Um, he is on. Uh, or I don't know if it's still going. It could have already been canceled. But there's a sitcom somewhere on television, uh, network television, called uh, Whitney, with the comedian Whitney Cummings. Yes. And I believe this guy plays her love interest. Okay. Or brother or roommate. That played for at some... least a four, three seasons, something like that. Okay. I don't know if it's still going on. I'll keep yeah. up with entertainment. It doesn't yeah. interest me. Yeah. Uh, uh, network TV sitcoms. Why does this guy's name mine? sound familiar outside of that? Because I've never there seen it. So. Expertise. I don't know. I don't think. I can't think of anything offhand. He's done. Uh, decent comic, funny, but not a brainy, uh, witty comedy. Mm -hmm. A physical surfaced observational comedy. So. Um, but you know, he got laughs and, uh, did he get your laugh? He got a few of my laughs. Mm -hmm. I was not heartily, um, 
you weren't like quoting him after the show. Right. I, I got to re-examine my whole concept of humor. Yeah, okay. it was not a a, a George Carlin uh, one hour special, but it was time well spent. It 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 was well worth the cost of admission. Did he used so. to write for Chappelle? Didn't you tell me that? No, that was no. Neil Brennan who oh. uh, who also just shot a comedy special in New Orleans. It was the night before this one. I had no idea that was taking place until the night before. Otherwise, I would have rearranged the trip to be gotcha. there Friday night instead of Saturday night. Gotcha. But, <clears throat> all told, tickets were free. Uh, during the weekend, French Quarter Fest was also going on, which is mm. a free music festival. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the girlfriend and I went over there and hit up uh, French Quarter Fest and hit up the free comedy show. Uh, still, you know, spent our fair share of money. But uh, it was an action-packed day uh, for severely less uh, monetarily than what it could. Yeah, it takes your your spending uh, leisure dollar and uh, injects it with extra gravy. Uh, For people that don't know, uh, French Quarter Fest is probably more prized by the locals than uh, Jazz Fest, which brings douchebags and you know uptight white people from all parts of the globe down to hear black music in a relatively safe environment. Uh, French Quarter Fest is a smattering of different musicians. I mean, sure, you'll have your jazz, but uh, you'll have uh, some like bonafide Cajun music happening. You'll have people performing on Bourbon Street. It kind of... Uh, insinuates itself throughout the entirety of the corner, and there's just that great vibe going on. In my opinion, it's a better time of the year, too. Uh, we were talking about the changing of the weather from cold to hot, which I have my HVAC on at home. It, it Right now is kind of the prime time to be in New Orleans because it's the cusp of a season between the winter and, yes. and the unforgiving, unrelenting, unapologetic, crushing oven of the heat that's correct and we're right in the middle of what really uh nationwide is music festival season you know locally here we have the french quarter fest Mm -hmm. which happened this past two weekends Mm -hmm. uh coming up we have jazz fest which Mm -hmm. starts next weekend and runs the last weekend in april first weekend in may um i might go over there for for one day just because I, I do love Jazz Fest. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yes, it does bring in a lot of tourists. Um, you know, uh, some elements that uh, I'm not too fond of, but there's no event in America that is totally unbeknownst to, to D-bags. You know, right, you're going right. to have to deal it, with them in some... It's not as bad as, uh, say, Mardi Gras can be in that correct. regard. That's correct. But, uh, so you got uh, Jazz Fest, you, you, you had French Quarter Fest mm-hmm. down here. We got Crawfish Fest coming up uh, this weekend. Yeah. Which now it has switched to an entirely country lineup. Really? Uh, well, I think Morris Day and the Time are, is the only non-country uh, band on the fest this year. But um, I don't really know anybody who's dying to go but i think the girlfriend and i are might might take her daughter out there on thursday night because it's no no charge mm-hmm. free admittance you got to pay to ride the rides and stuff but you know you can get in for free and you can have your corn dog and your fair type element 
eat some crawfish and then, you know, pay 10 bucks and rod a few rods and then call it a night. That's cool. So you got crawfish fest. We um, should plan to go at the same time because I got to bring my goddamn kid out there yes, too because she's yes. been seeing the rides at the, you know, yeah. Thursday night. Carnies are putting together Thursday. Thur- this Thursday? This Thursday night yeah. would be the time to go because it is a uh, free admittance. Well, she got karate, and then maybe after karate, because I'm a sucker for some corn dog. I mean, it's yes. like fucking unhealthy as no, that's the that thing. shit is. Fair food is terrible mm. for you, mm. but it tastes so goddamn good. Whether it's mm-hmm. the the sausage dog is is chicken on a stick. awesome chicken on a stick, funnel cake, oh, foot long corn dog, yeah. you just can't beat it, mm-hmm. and. As long as you only have it once a year, hey. It takes about a year to process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes uh, about 340 to 360 days. Um, it's not an accident. Uh, merely guessing. Um, to, to, for the foot-long corn dog to, to navigate your colon. Okay. So well, That explains um, that last bowel movement. So there's that. And... Uh, then later, later this month, or no, I think it's in May, early May, is the Gulfport Music Festival. Uh, we made a lot of fun of it the past couple yeah, of years. Yeah, they're growing up now, huh? Um, but uh, this year they have Offspring and Smashing Pumpkins are, are going to be there. And by Smashing Pumpkins, they mean Billy Corgan, mm-hmm. because he is the only original member left. And I saw them at Voodoo Fest... Probably two years ago, when it was him and Jimmy, Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, were the only two original members left. And it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. So I can't imagine that it... It's not going to suck a hard one. It's not, not going to suck even more with one less original member. But for the people of Gulfport, hey, they got Smashing hey, Pumpkins. There you go. It's smashing like, Pumpkins instead of, you know... I went home with the, the hot chick at the bar. Yeah, I, but you gave her a roofie first. I think Ludacris was the big get a year or two ago. So we're at least moving in the right direction here for my hometown yeah, music it's festival. Bad. It's admirable. And then later this year, uh, Voo Fest mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. will be at the New Orleans Fairgrounds. And... Uh, they just announced uh, two of the headliners. Pearl Jam is going to be there, and who's the other one? See, uh, I'll, I'll use this segue to to go into a problem I have because I like music, but I don't really like music festivals, right? Because I maybe it's my stamina or like some OCD that hasn't been identified, but I get there and I'm like, what are we doing? Okay, we're listening to music. Okay, what are we going to do while we're listening to music? Like, I want more things to do. Like, uh, back in the day, I would have been whacked out of my gourd sure. on whatever I could get there, yes. and that would be a thing, you know? Right. But now I'm like, I don't think I have the patience just to be like, all right, the band I want to see is at 4 o'clock, so i got to get there at, like, 11 o'clock. There's no musician... I, uh, that I feel that closely tied to. And I was kind of a, a late bloomer. I've always kind of been retarded uh, in my social growth with uh, my peers. And I was just 
in high school when everybody's like, yeah, Nirvana, man, it's awesome. Oh, Green Day, Pearl Jam. I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good music. But honestly, I was listening to like the 50s. Terrence Trent Darby. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I was that. naming some late 80s. Oh, oh. No, I, I mean, I enjoy my fair share of Def Leppard and Warrant and stuff Dance like that. Sensation. Uh, but I, I, at home, I would have the radio on the Coast Oldies, uh, you know, 102.3, something like that. Uh, and then I would listen to classical music, too, which is just weird. And I guess I'm not gay. Uh, exactly. Um, and since then, I've developed more tastes, but it's more obscure groups and composers. Like, I don't think David Byrne is going to be headlining Voodoo Fest, for example. Uh, and he doesn't make too many rotations down in the South, go figure. He's busy playing, like, New York and places in Europe and shit like that. Right. Um, and one of the last, like, music fests I went to, we were seeing, like, uh, Lenny Kravitz on stage. I was like, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Oh, look at all those hot bitches that he's, like, coming onto the stage from the, like, center of. Man, fuck him. All right. Where's some weed? Where are we going? All right, cool. <clears throat> one of those things I wish I could enjoy more, but I don't, and yes. I'm kind of okay with yeah, Nine Inch Nails is the other band that's mm-hmm. playing Voodoo Fest. So, you know, I'll go. I, I like those two bands. Um, I will I will attend the Voodoo Festival. And it's there's there's fewer D-bags at, at the Voodoo Fest in number mm-hmm. than there are Jazz Fest. It, the ratio is still about the same. But they're more intense douchebags, but less well, of them. Well, no, there's just the Jazz Fest is the much bigger ah. festival. Yeah. So, gotcha. you know, on a single day in Jazz Fest, it'll be 100,000 people in the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Single day Voodoo Fest, thirty to 40,000. So there's still that ratio, but there's a smaller... Uh, chance of you, you know, encountering one that they're mitigated by know, the other people grabs your girlfriend's of. ass or something like that. You know what I mean? I do so, know what you mean. Um, <clears throat> we got that. Uh, did you see the uh, Throne of Games episode this week, dude? I've seen like the two Throne of Games episodes that have come out since we last spoke. The three of them since we've last spoke. Yes, I've seen them all. I free based okay. them. Yes, yes. Uh, wow. Jamie Lannister, the best swords player in the realm. Yes. Lost his fucking hand. It's not a spoiler for anybody. That is a definite spoiler. No, it's not. The show's been out now, okay? The show's out. It's on the table. Boom. We didn't get an advanced copy. Okay. Um. Mm. Is it somebody that listens to this podcast that you know hasn't seen this episode yet? Uh, I'm sure there will be one, and I just hate to to risk spoiling it for somebody. Okay, I'll put a spoiler alert on the announcement on Facebook in the the middle ground, so we can talk about it. There you go. Um, Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, at first... He lost his fucking hand off, man. Yeah, you think Homeboy's gonna, like, jab him in the eye with that big fucking knife. Yeah, and then I thought, okay, he's either gonna walk away or he's gonna turn around and chop his fucking head off. Mm -hmm. That was... I thought he was gonna get Ned Stark. But then... (laughs) He went for the hand, which kind of caught me, caught me off guard because I said, "Okay, he's even going to turn around and walk away." Because I saw him turn, mm-hmm. and I was in my head immediately. I thought, "Okay, he's either going to walk away, or he's going to turn around 
and chop his fucking head off because he brought him over to the block. Yeah, you know? it started getting nasty pretty he, quick. He, he brought him over to the trunk, and I said, okay, he's either going to lop his head off or he's just giving him a mind fuck and he's going to walk away mm-hmm. and he's going to let him eat his porridge or whatever the fuck he brought to him. Well, <clears throat> turns out I was wrong on both accounts, which happens a lot in the Throne of Games. Which and is why it's so engaging. his fucking sword hand off. Yeah, that... For such a, a proud peacock as, as Mr. Jamie yeah. Lannister once was, Sir La- Jamie Lannister, Kingslayer. Uh, and after a turnabout where where he kind of, you know, he defends that, that big winch that's his yeah, keeper. And that is what is so awesome about Game of Thrones is nobody is 100% good or 100% bad. There's no, a there's a lot of gray area. Mm-hmm. Like, you hate Jamie Lannister... And then he saves Brienne from getting anally pillaged by 50 fucking dirtbags. And you say, wow, this guy mm-hmm. is not a complete and utter douche nozzle. Yeah. Like, oh, and then they chop lining. his fucking hand off. And yes. you're like, oh, In the you next made heartbeat. me like him just so you can make me fucking feel bad. <laughs> In the next heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, that That's what's so engaging about it. Um the the development of him and her's relationship is of course a little bit more expanded in the the novellas, right. uh, but they're I mean they they do it very well in the show as she kind of represents what she thinks a knight should be and she's kind of like well nobody can trust you because you're this honorless sack of shit yeah and then he's like well you're just a big ugly fucking abortion of a bitch right but those words kind of sink in of like yeah you know why can't people do the right thing why can't people be good and in this utterly harsh world that rr martin has scribed for us yes. where just the best person or the the greatest thing you know is going to wither and go away very soon yeah yeah so i've been just raging uh, a boner with that show yeah yeah i need to get the copies <clears throat> so of, of the episode so i can watch them over and over and over again because yeah. so far, as far as this season goes, I've only seen each episode one time. Mm. So I need to get uh, the episodes, copies of the episodes, so I can really nerd out on them and watch them five times a piece. It's easy to get lost in some of it because they just go over it so casually and so quickly sometimes. You're like, wait, who's this guy in relation to yeah. Rob Stark? We'll see, and please, no spoilers. I know you've read ahead, but Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to figure out the people who lopped Lannister's hand off. I'm trying to figure out what their endgame is. Because if they wanted to kill him, they could have just chopped his fucking head off right there. Yeah. If they wanted to return him to the Lannisters for a reward, Mm -hmm. chopping his fucking hand off is not a good way to secure top dollar. Right. So I'm trying to figure out what their end game is, but I know it's a pointless utilitarian effort because it's, I'm just going to have to wait for it to unroll, unravel in front of me. This, yeah. The storyline, it's going to need to be. Well, as you said, nobody's good or bad. Uh, totally. With the exception of maybe the mountain, uh, Gregor's brother. Uh, they're, they're people have super objectives, but at the end of the day, they're people, and so they might do things that thwart their own super objectives. If that makes sense. 
You you were talking? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Joffrey, you know, wants to be king. Yes. And he wants everybody to love him, but everything in, I guess, you know, idealistic state, like, why don't they love me? Yeah. But he's this, like, worst fucking cretin. Yeah, I... That has ever fucking existed. and like, Yeah, it's weird, because in episode three, they didn't advance the narrative of Sansa at all. Like, I thought something was going to go down with her and Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that that subplot was going to be advanced a little bit. But they were pretty much ignored the whole episode. And Arya's storyline didn't really go anywhere either. They didn't. Really yeah, just kind of schluffed off that <clears> one character. They, you know, it was like, here's some bread. All right, peace, bitch. Yeah, I don't even know where that party that she's with currently said they were going to be taking her. Like, I don't recall that. Yeah. And I, I will say, uh, I don't think this is really a spoiler that uh, <clears throat> what's happening with our, our, our good friend uh, Theon Greyjoy it is diverting a little bit from the books. That's all I'm going to say on that point. And I'm interested to see, because where it's going right now can loop around and join what has happened in the books. Um, but the narrative of it is t- is taking on a different quality. Yeah, I think maybe in the books, you know, it, it might have taken 200 pages to kind of flush out where his storyline's going. They may... Instead of going A B C D E F G like in the books, mm-hmm. they made have gone A seven G. Right. You know, yeah. Totally. And right now in the show, it's kind of a seven, and I'm like, okay, yeah. it can get to G, but let's let's see. So yeah, uh, edge of my seat every every Sunday night. I'm that that's it. That's what's happening. That's at, it. In my casa. Yeah. So I can't I can't withstand anymore. What Poltergeist perfume you have to tell me because this name. Yeah. This, it, this was just a weird occurrence, and it happened earlier today. Um, typically, what will happen, I'll come home from my lunch break at about 1 o'clock. My office is five minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. I will leave my office at about 1. I'll come to the house, make myself a sandwich or whatever I'm doing for lunch, eat, and then sit down and play a video game of some variety. Mm-hmm. Play that for about 30 minutes, then go back to the office. So it's about an hour lunch, knock the the eating out in the first 15 minutes, 30 minutes of video games, head on to the office, about an hour lunch. Today, I'm playing my video game, and out of nowhere, I get this really strong stench of perfume. My girlfriend has not been inside my house since this past weekend. Mm-hmm. No other woman has been inside my house since then. I don't think anybody else has been inside my house since my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. There was there was no explicable reason why out of nowhere I would just get this really strong whiff of perfume. Now you said stench. Was was it like old lady yeah. cotton candy? Yeah, it was Elizabeth it was, Taylor. It, it, was, it was old lady perfume. For a moment, I thought, "Is that my grandma's perfume?" Like, did, was that the same kind of perfume my grandmother wore? But it didn't linger. 
it was like if there was if if the scale of 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 is veracity immediate. of perfume uh-huh. zero or one in the distance at the mall you smell Bed Bath and Beyond right and a woman coming up to you and spraying you in the face in your nostril is a 10. Very unpleasant. This was probably a 7. But it only happened for two two seconds. It was like nothing, nothing, nothing. 7. Done. Gone. Didn't linger. Did not linger. Um, my guess would be you had a minor aneurysm and your brain fired some sensory input of wherever grandma's Elizabeth Taylor perfume is stored in your neurons. Maybe it just like rewired a few synapses and then you're like, oh, huh? and gone. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was kind of creepy. Well, your house is built upon an old grandma graveyard. Is it? didn't know that this whole neighborhood I'm aware of that. now is it a uh, is it an indian grandma or is it just like an anglo-saxon grandma well back in the day they couldn't separate after the carnage the bodies okay and uh it was a mixed match of uh settlers grandmas and indian grandmas uh it was the grandma fight of gulfport right of uh 1732 somewhere in there there were two, I believe. The first was in right. sixteen twelve, and mm-hmm. then the second one was in seventeen thirty-two. Yeah, because the the blood boiled back. You know, yes. these rivalries. Yeah, I mean, it never away. it never dissipated. Well, because so. it was the the granddaughters of the grandmothers that later came back to have the second grandmother war. So again, they the granddaughters became grandmothers. Exactly. Over a hundred and twenty years span. <laughs> Uh, they, they were still they people well. back then. They were healthy. Mm-hmm. They, they were, were organic dieters. It's a good but, thing you're moving, because God knows what that would uh, grow into. That's true. It's a scary thought. Well, uh, why don't we take a break, mm-hmm. and we'll come back on the flip side and uh, talk some more nerdisms. Sounds good? You are now listening to Jonathan and Ryan. Jonathan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan and Ryan. And we are back with our second... And Ryan. Segment? And Ryan. Yes, that sounds better segment. than second act. Or yeah. it sounds like food. Second, second segment, though. That sounds like you're talking about bugs, like abdomen or something. Like segmentation. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. How about, hey, we're back. That that there that sounds much better. You don't to the have point. to quantify it's it. concise. Yeah. So you mentioned part of your uh, lunch... Uh, Retune is uh, eating and then vegging somewhat, I imagine, from the pressures of real life in the world of video games. That's correct. Just curious, what video game do you? uh, Uh, Not not one you would you would get down on. I uh, I've been playing a lot of sports games lately, just because I I don't lose myself in them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I'm I've never been a big fantasy video game guy. Never been a big story narrative video game guy. Right. I do have one now that's a Western themed video game mm-hmm. called Bound for Blood. 
I believe is the name of it. Call of Juarez? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's very shoot 'em up, mm-hmm. Wild West kind of a thing. And I can dig on that because of the historical element. And <clears throat> I'm not much of a sci-fi guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a sci-fi gamer. Um, I don't like killing robots or playing robots or alien creatures or anything like that. If if I'm doing a first-person shooter, I want it to be a Call of Duty where I'm killing Nazis. You want to or, shoot people. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I want it <laughs> I to be a, a real scenario. So uh, I've been playing that a little bit, but uh, been uh, been playing a lot of a, of a hockey game. A really? Hockey I wouldn't have pegged you for a hockey it's, man. It, it's, it's fun. That's good. That's the important thing about that, games. That is. And I can knock out a hockey game and... <clears throat> 25 minutes. Ah. It's not like a baseball video game where you're sitting there for two hours. Right. Or a football game where you're there for, you know, 45 minutes. Wow. You know, it's like I can get done in a game 20 minutes, knock it out on my lunch break. Like you say, it's a nice veg out from yeah. the stressors of the day. And I can get back to work and no harm, no foul. And I haven't lost half a day in video games. The only sports games I, I've ever been partial to was uh, Tecmo Bowl mm-hmm. back in the day on the NES mm-hmm. and Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yes. Now, not Punch Out, but Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Right. Before he beat the shit out of Robin Gibbons and chewed that guy's ear off, yeah. he was uh, you know, sponsored by Nintendo, I guess, to lend his name to right. this Punch Out video game. And I remember when that happened, you know, if I had a time machine, he'd be like, hey, don't open that. Because then they pulled it from the shelves in the entire market of the globe when he started getting in legal trouble. Right. And then it just became punch out. Mm. And had, as the last guy, this remodded white character mm. that was clearly not Mike Tyson. That's correct. And, and I remember the day seeing that in service merchandise being mm. like, wait yes. a second. Service merchandise. I know. Before there was a Toys R Us, mm-hmm. bought your games at service merchandise. Absolutely. They had the Neo Geo, baby. Yes. When I went there, fucking $300 games, $600 system. And the service merchandise catalog, that thing was awesome because it was full of all kinds of cool electronics and mm-hmm. toys and shit. Mm-hmm. Man. Right. It was right down the street from my house. So I, I know service merchandise very well. I used to ride my bike up there. Wow. And, and you, they didn't have the, the stuff on the shelves. You mm-hmm. picked up a tag, Sweet, yeah. brought it, checked out, paid for your merchandise, Went to the little conveyor belt thing. Some right. schlep in the back would get your merchandise, put it on the conveyor belt, and it'd roll out. Interesting. They would have an employee bring it over to you, take your receipt, stamp it, hand it back to you. You go about your business. Like a weird Amazon before it's time. Correct. Only in a in a brick and mortar retail establishment that seems to be a lot of jobs that are unnecessary mm-hmm. you know some guy came came in and said okay we don't need we can put all the merchandise on the floor mm-hmm. get rid of the warehouse guys get rid of the middleman between the warehouse guys and the person let's just have the cashiers the floor people management done but then you don't need the stock people to be continuously stocking the shelves you know it's like oh we need some more slips there put them in cashiers can do that i wonder where they went wrong i'm sure there's some like 
uh, economy uh, class in college where you learn about the woes and service merchandise. Yeah, well, let's do a Wikipedia search at some point. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting because yeah. I used to look forward. I mean, one of the few things going to the mall would be like, hey, I get if I'm good, I get to go pretend I can buy things in the service merchandise area and look at the bikes and the video yes. games that I can't get. Um, but video games, I've been uh, cracking out. Okay. Hardcore on a video game that based on everything you just said you would not like at all whatsoever. Right. Uh it is called XCOM. Okay. Enemy Unknown. Okay. About aliens. Uh you are an elite force kind of like the UN funded by different nations to thwart the alien attack on Earth. Okay. But it's set up in a real you know, a turn-based strategy game where you have your different operatives in the field. Right. And they'll go to a crash site, and you build out what you want them to do every turn. And then the action unfolds. So it's not like you're running around, ah, blowing away stuff, but it's very tactical, very strategic. Um, it's a reboot of a game that I used to play on the computer, my old Hewlett Packard, back in the day. No, actually Packard Bell, back in the day. Yes. Uh, my 286 that was called XCOM. And it was all the great principles of this game. They didn't fucking rape it. By making this reboot of it, they found everything good of the original, the structure of it, and wrapped it in this new skin with this, these new uh, excellent dynamics of gameplay. Yeah. So when you're not on the field, like uh, dealing with some alien incursion, you're back at your base and you're building new facilities and researching the alien weaponry that you scavenged from your last battle. And if you tase an alien and you subdue them, then you get to keep their weapon and like dismantle it and reverse engineer it. But if you shoot the alien, the alien dies, then their weapon is coded to blow up with them. So there's lots of strategy in it. And when you get your people and they live through a certain number of missions and kill a certain number of aliens, they start gaining abilities and you like them. You're like, oh, here's my black bitch from France and she's a killer sniper. And she's also got a medical kit, and she can heal everybody. And she goes down in a mission. And you're like, oh my god, two turns until she bleeds out. And like, you want to reload the game so you don't lose that person. Right. But you got to keep pushing yourself forward to get like the full gameplay. And uh, it's yummy. It's great. It's been out for a while on Xbox and PS3. I've just kind of been like, oh, I don't deserve a game. You know, um, and you don't. I don't. You've done nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Right. But uh, most recently, after that job, I was telling you about off-air. I was like, hey, a little extra scratch. Let me go ahead and buy this game from GameStop. So I'm buying it new. And uh, and that's the thing. Like, This could be another reason why I love sports games is as soon as they put out a new version of every sport <laughs> every year. Mm-hmm. So I can buy Madden 11 for $8 as soon as Madden 12 comes out. Good point. And when Madden 13 comes out, I can buy Madden 11 for $3. And anything past three years is like 99 cents. And to me, the graphics are pretty much just as good Mm -hmm. on the PS3 Madden 11 as they are in Madden 13, the only thing that changes are the players in the game, the names. Right. And it doesn't make a fuck to me because I don't care that much. I don't have to play with 
You know. Like, oh, this is the lineup this season. Oh, man. I, that's not the receiver this season. Yeah, thank God you're not that person. Yeah. So I'll pay 99 cents for the game. I'll go mm-hmm. to GameStop, get seven games, you know, for 10 bucks, and be set. You know? That, that Call of Juarez game cost me like $8. That mm-hmm. was the most expensive game I bought. And that was 8 bucks. So yeah, no, I feel you there. Um, back back in the day, maybe when I didn't have more important things to do, yeah, even when I was in college, I wasn't hardcore into video games by any means. Uh, probably not since I was like sixteen, I guess, did I care about being on top of video games and stuff like that. Um, these days, I, I can you know, long and slow wins the race. That's not the, what's the phrase. Low, low and slow? Low and slow. I, I can wait from a release date. Like, I don't have to have that newest thing, you know? There are very few things that I have to have the newest thing. Video game, I can certainly wait. And uh, e- even when I do get one, it's maybe two a year, if that. Right. Which is okay. And uh, so I've been cracking on that, like, getting through my day's stuff. And at night, rather than vegging out to Netflix or something, yes. kid goes to bed. It's me play until I go to sleep time. And it's cool. I'm engaged in it. Uh, I love the strategy, the puzzle. That really appeals to me. The button mash games don't really appeal to me as much. Like, oh, we got to jump right now. we got to jump right now. Yeah. I like the, the strategy. And uh, that being said, I did enjoy Borderlands, which is a, like a button mash, blow away people game. But it's just like a fucking fantastic game. Um, and uh, aside from that, I've been on a impromptu, impromptu diet this past really? week. Really? Yeah. Um, since last Wednesday, I have had one meal every day. Really? Yes. Wow. And, uh, I haven't passed out. Okay. Um, I should have weighed myself before I started doing this. Um, but I think I've maybe lost about four pounds. Okay. Perhaps. Uh, based on just my memory of my last weight when I weighed myself. Right. Um, been drinking water, coffee, cigarettes. Uh, I did eat an apple. Today, oh, you fucking I cheated! Yes, cheating, shameful asshole. I know, dirt. Um, the first couple of days, it was just like, oh, I don't need to eat right now. I'm busy doing something. Right. And then it turned into like, well, I've done it for three days. Let me just see if I can do it for four. And now I think the wife's starting to get on to me. Like, are you want to you want a sandwich? I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool. Oh, you want you know, dig on some of these uh, tostitos and salsa? And I'm just realizing how much I don't need to eat, and sometimes we do because it's a pleasurable thing. Yeah. Um, but so is masturbating, and you know sure. I can do that only you know in church if I have to. I don't have to do it all the time. Um, so I'm interested to see how long this will go. Um, I should probably combine this with like stopping smoking and exercising to make the most of it. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like the idea of dropping some weight. And uh, really, uh, the cheap part of me is like, well, there's going to be more food for your, your loved ones to eat. And you don't have to shop as often. Um, and that's where I am with that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a little game I'm playing with myself this past week. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, what are you nerding on? Other than the uh, the aforementioned video game, you got any uh, reading material? Yeah, I'm working on uh, part doing? two of book four of Game of Thrones. Okay. Because he split book four into two parts. 
if I'm remembering this right. Maybe it's not three. Um, the same. It's Dance with Dragons. Compendium or issued of a no? They were issued in separate two. books. What he did for one of them is he told you the story from the perspective of uh, like Circe and Jamie and other characters. And then you're like, well, where the fuck is XYZ? I guess they're dead. You didn't mention them since that last time. Then you get to the end of the book, and it's like, uh, you know, dear reader, uh, rather than go back and forth with half a story for all of the characters, I wanted to go through all of this time period with half of the characters. So the next book, then you get like this release of like up to date on all these other motherfuckers spread throughout the realm you're like oh okay oh he still loves that guy good he's not like putting him in the dark until he kills him or whatever and it it was an interesting approach i i think and uh it's good because it it, with his huge cast of characters that become more pivotal you're gaining more of you're just yumming it up you know absolutely incredible because when you look at the imdb entry for the show (laughs) It's just like scroll, 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 scroll. And on like the fourth page of scrolling, it'll still be major main characters. Yeah, they have full names. You know, and you're like, how in the fuck is, you know, the hound on page three of the main characters? (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, because all these other characters are more important than the hound. But... There's still 50 fucking main characters. It's funny you mentioned the the IMDb page because I was looking at that and I was like, oh, cast pictures, you know, red carpet event. And I was like, I'm not such a celebrity whore that, you know, I read trade magazines and stuff like that of like Us Weekly or whatever. Right. But I was like, oh, that's what that chick looks like without her wig. Like yes. uh, the uh, uh, bitch that's uh, swinging with Joffrey now. I'm like, wow, that's an incredibly good looking human yes. being. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, Arya Stark, man, I'm going to fuck her when she's older. You know, much like we did with the Olsen twins. See, it's weird because I've been watching it on Sunday nights at my brother's house mm-hmm. because he has HBO and I don't. Um, he said with Arya, he said, you know what? I think they're, they're setting her up to be, as she becomes a woman physically, mm-hmm. they're setting her up to kind of be a potential love interest. You know, not for a particular person, but just they're 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 kind of setting her up to be, you know, a woman who loves instead of this you know badass tomboy. You know, that means your brother's a pedophile, killing and he's killing just them all. Too ashamed to admit that he would like to future fuck Aristark. Well, I'm I'm glad you could you could put put a voice to to that. Yeah. Sentiment. Either that or he's like really thinking about dramatic structure. Mm, admirable. Um, only time will tell. No spoilers here. No um, <clears throat> IMDB. Yes. Red carpet. And um, John Stark's or John Snow's buddy uh, Samuel Tar- Tarley, the, the yes. fat crow guy. Yes. You need to check out the IMD pictures of him at the red carpet. It's hysterical there's this one that is just so pleasing and tender and embarrassing and endearing because red red carpet event he he's in his penguin suit you know all the guys got their tuxes on and it's a shot of him with sansa stark on his left arm and jeffrey's hot new bitch on his right arm 
and he looks so out of place. Really? So like, what happened? Like somebody drugged him, put him in a tuxedo, <clears throat> then put these beautiful women on his arms, right. and then woke him up and and had a crowd of people cheering. He's just like. <laughs> it's just this honest to God expression. Yeah. It's it's very sweet and uh, it it it's great. You know, good stuff. Good good for that guy. It's uh, he, he's gonna get some money. Good. Yeah. So that's what I've been earning. You've been earning on anything? Uh, well, I uh, this past week, mm-hmm. um, you know, actually yesterday, uh, as of the day we are recording, um, was tax day. Oh. so I'm finally getting. Uh, all of the receipts, you know, I had to do three years of taxes, so I've been working on them for about eight weeks. Yeah. So finally, my I can reclaim my living room, dining room area, and it have it not be files and receipts and boxes of crap. Oh, what a mess! So, uh, you've done very well, though. I mean, that's like eight weeks. That's you practically giving birth time. Yes. Uh, for an elephant. Um. You have meticulously ordered everything. I think you missed your calling as like a high-ranking bureaucratic uh, official in some dystopian world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very Orwellian, the amount of OCD that flows through my head. It, it's it's respectable, oh. though, because I, I know what it is to keep that stuff together. And my OCD takes a different form sometimes, but I appreciate that niggling crusade uh for for order yes but uh well i guess that'll do it for this episode thanks proletariat for sticking with us and for listening uh we really appreciate it uh hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes and uh stay tuned for more until next time we'll see you later folks later i'm a nerd and uh i'm pretty proud of it <laughs> <laughs>